When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to Apartment 4D, the podcast all about New Girl. I'm your host, Jill, here with Heather. Hi, everybody. And Joe. Hello. And we're here to discuss New Girl Season 2, Episode 23, Virgins. Mm. But before we do, we'll pass around the feeling stick so people can share if they have some feelings. I have nothing today. Joe, let me guess. No feeling mm, stick? Not today. Heather? I have two feeling sticks. Mm, so pass up it over. Uh, first of all. You can say that every time now. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. Um, okay, first of all, I just want to say, I mean, I have a lot of notes, but I might be a little bit quieter because this episode was a little racy for me. Mm-hmm. And okay, this is something really weird. You hear the podcast every Monday, but we actually recorded some last night. And we talked about the lady who played Nick's grandma mm. and how she had passed away. So listen to this, guys. We talked about that last night. And it came up on Facebook memories because I had tagged Jill mm-hmm. to say, oh, no, she died. It's because we love the scene where she's saying to the hip hop. Yeah. Love that jam. Okay. Oh, was that both of them? Yep. Okay. So Netflix description of season two, episode 23, Virgins, is in a series of flashbacks, the gang shares stories about how each one lost their virginity. Mm. I do love a good flashback. Oh, yeah. That's true. Uh, guest stars from this episode who we haven't met before include Lauren Weedman, who plays Mysteria, who has been in Arrested Development, Single Parents, and Mom. Heather she was Lizard. Single Parents and Mom? You have to remember, if they, I say they were on it, it could have been on one episode, one season. Oh, okay. They weren't yeah. like a regular and everything I mentioned. We also have Octopussy, who's played by Carla Renata, who's in Superstore. That show I don't watch, but it's been on for a while now. Superstore? Yes. Oh, a long time. And then we have, um, who's known as The Guy, which is, uh, he doesn't get named, but the guy who plays guitar and who oh. just meets in the hotel. He's played by Dylan O'Brien, who's been in Teen Wolf and in the Maze Runner films. I forget how many Maze Runner films there are, and I think there's at least three, so. Mm, okay. And I didn't go into every guest star because it was kind of guest star heavy, so. Yes. Moving on to the start of the show, we're in the loft, in the restroom, and uh, Jess is helping Cece remove armpit hair. And Schmidt um, comes in and is annoyed and disgusted by them and says he's going to sleep with Elizabeth tonight. Something you just announced to a room, I guess. <laughs> Winston comes in and announces he's going out with Daisy because it's, quote, his last chance. So he's feeling confident. And um, that's when Jess's phone goes off. So she just innocently asks Schmidt to pick it up for her and read it. He's like, where's your woman's lib now? <laughs> what? That was funny. And um, he picks up the phone and says that it's a text from someone named Teddy, and he wants to get drinks tonight. And that's when Nick busts out of the stall, and we find out he's been sitting there listening to them this whole time. Crazy. I, that cracked me up the first time I saw it. He's like, oh, I just sit here and listen to you guys sometimes. <laughs> no privacy. And we all know their bathroom situation already freaks me out so much. It freaks the world out. So he's freaking out because he doesn't know about Teddy, and that's when Schmidt is like, it didn't work out. www.moveon.org. And I think we all know that Teddy is the bear moment. I never even caught that. Nice. Good job, Heather. Of course his name's Teddy. Did Thank you catch that, you. Joe? We actually watched it together. He didn't say anything. Nope. 
Nice. You don't even, yeah, I didn't, I didn't yeah. know who Teddy was until the end of the freaking episode. They took a whole episode to learn who Teddy was. Yeah, they took oh. us on quite a ride. It was a ride. So, um, when they're discussing different things, Nick keeps asking over and over again, who's Teddy? Who's Teddy? Because he's getting upset. And she said, he took my flower. He stole a flower from you? And she wants to go get drinks with him? <laughs> and then he realizes, oh, she's so far from your secret garden. <laughs> So somehow that launches into everyone talking about how uh, they have the best, worst story of their first time. Right. So Jess starts and in just total Jess fashion is taking way too long to get to the point for the guys. We see that it's after prom. She's in a floral dress that she obviously made and way too many hair accessories. Yes, Heather. But not before Schmitz. So she's about to talk about her virginity and Mm -hmm. says prom and Schmitz all. I want to know the theme. I know. What was the theme? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> and that's, I had so much trouble taking notes because they're constant yelling, even when they weren't being shown. Like, you'd be watching the flashback, but they'd be oh, like, yeah. yeah. It was like so many funny things, but it was so hard to keep up with. It was hard. Well, I have, closed I have caption helps you. Yes, yeah, Joe has mentioned up. several times how I didn't turn closed captioning on. Oh, Joe had to watch without closed captioning? Because he watched it Yeah, here. so I missed half the stuff because yeah. for uh, you. closed captioning. I mean, in yeah. Joe's yeah. defense, he didn't say, hey, can you turn on the closed captioning? He oh. waited until it was over to say, if we'd had closed captioning on, we would have caught more. I guess he thought if you knew him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so they're playing the song Stay which is very sets the tone of the time I period loved it. and we find out that Jess's date I don't think we get his name because we were supposed to be confused of who Teddy is this whole time uh, Jess and her date are the founding and only members of the Gender Equality Society way ahead of their time. <laughs> Very. And it's just everything is, um, I'd like to take your dress off. Do you feel safe? Do I have your permission? Oh, that was hilarious. And we find out that she made the dress herself and her mom sewed her in. <laughs> so there's no way to get it off other than ripping it. And she said, just be a man and rip it off. And then he doesn't feel safe. Right. So she goes into the hall and she's crying. She says she's going to go get scissors, but really she just needs to get out of the situation. And that's when we see the guy, as he's called, in the hall uh, in a tux, which we find out later Nick thinks a tux and a suit are the same thing. Right. And then they remember he has a guitar and he comes over and sits with her and they talk and they sing and they're about to kiss when the original date comes out. He taped two knives together. Not sure why there were knives in the hotel room. Yeah. And ends up stabbing himself. And the guy, as we call him, walks away. And then, I meant to look this up, but I didn't have time. Schmidt says, David Foster Wallace, where is the sex? Who's David Foster Wallace? David, well, David Foster is Brody Jenner's stepdad. Obviously, that's not who he's talking about. I don't know. Do you know who he is, Joe? I don't know. Listeners? Yeah, we'll put that up on Instagram rather than Googling it. We'll let you guys tell us. And then I'll share the first person who answers. Nice. So, uh, we don't, poor Jess doesn't get to finish her story because no one has patience for it. And we move on to CeCe's story, which shouldn't surprise anybody. Not embarrassing at all. She just likes to tell it. Yes, Heather? Um, I just want to back up a little bit. At some point in Jess's soliloquy, uh, Nick says, uh, Winston says, Oregon sucks. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Just constant, like I said, like he's blaming Oregon. One liners. For everything. So we see Cece's is the same night at prom. She's at a bar at the same hotel drinking. Because mm-hmm. I guess when you're attractive, you just get to do whatever you want. And she's telling the bartender how she's a virgin. Seems like a stupid, weird thing to do. That's when this guy's like, oh, I'll make love to you. And it's Mick Jagger. Schmidt freaks out and starts yelling, Beatles, Beatlemania. <laughs> I'm no music expert, but I don't think Mick Jagger was in the Beatles, right? He's in the Rolling Stones. Yeah. yeah. But maybe from like the same country? 
I think he has like yeah. a maybe. It just I, I mean I think it's intentional that he doesn't know what he's talking about. But I was like, what is happening yeah. in this episode? Um, and she's not embarrassed. She just loves to tell that story. So that brings us to Schmidt's story, which is just so extra. So he's in college, and coincidentally for the storyline, it's Elizabeth. And he's trying to talk to Nick, um, saying, hey, you can't be in the room. I need the room because, you know, I'm going to be with Elizabeth. And Nick's like, it's cool. I'm taking mushrooms and going to a Dave Matthews concert. <laughs> and that's when Winston says, Psh, white people. Yes, he does. <laughs> and it's this episode where he has braids. Uh, no, he doesn't. Oh, yeah, it's, it's he, has, an he, has, afro. he has like a little afro. He puffs up when the girls walk in. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, but they did. Well, I mean, we're getting there, but they did a great job of. He kind of has a youthful face anyway, but he looks yeah. so young. The different hairdos. Yeah. yeah. No, but I mean, this episode in particular, he just—they really do look like they're the age they're supposed to be. Nick's a little yeah. extra, but Schmidt just or uh, oh. Winston just looks spot on. Yeah, Nick's hair is extra. Yeah. So um, Schmidt. Tells Nick, so we're still in the flashback, and Schmidt tells Nick, him back in high school, they used to call me the 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 sex happer. And Nick goes, it's a great name. <laughs> sex haver. <laughs> so Schmidt's like, well, can we have a candid conversation and ask Nick a bunch of really important questions to which he makes faces and does like dance moves and doesn't really answer. Right, right. And if you were, yeah. So unfortunately. <laughs> a sex haver. <laughs> yeah. Well, he was asking Nick, but yeah. Well, if you were a sex haver. Oh, we wouldn't have the questions. Yeah. yeah. So Nick has taken the mushrooms, but unfortunately that created a troll at the end of his bed. So he gets stuck in the room when the, um, Winston, I'm sorry, when Schmidt and Elizabeth come home, then his arm becomes a magnet and is stuck to the wall. (laughs) So he can't get out of the bunk bed or escape, which he could have just been like, Hey guys, I'm here. Simple solution, but okay. So then Schmidt ends up getting lubricant everywhere because he doesn't understand to use it. No one answered his questions. It's in Elizabeth's eyes. He slips and falls to the floor on top of Nick, where Nick's already fallen on the floor because he managed to get unstuck from the wall. And then it's just, I don't know, a full minute of them just trying to get Schmidt back up. Comedy of errors, if you will. Because he kept slipping off of them. Yeah. Yeah, Joe laughed a lot at that part. That was funny, yeah. By the way, I meant to share at the start that Joe has his full sheet of notes that I make that have, like, discussion Uh points and questions in order. And he literally has one thing written on it. And it's Mick Jagger. Yeah. And we have, like, every line. I have it all the way to the bottom. I had to make extra space. (laughs) Ah, so that brings us to Winston, who's like, look, y'all, mine isn't embarrassing. Mine's beautiful. And Nick immediately is like, no, it is not. <laughs> and they're, the boys are in New York with Walt. I thought it was really cool that they tied in a Nick's dad memory and brought him back for an episode so soon after his death. They're watching Titanic alone in the whole room, in the hotel room. <laughs> and and when, uh, Winston's just like, I wonder how this ends. Yeah. <laughs> the titanic so in death yeah we know how it is yeah the world knows how it is yeah (laughs) Yeah. so um walt comes in and the guys are like oh someone broke into our room last night and ordered a porn movie so you're gonna see it on the bill (laughs) someone broke Broke in while they were there and then stayed to watch it i assume yeah Yeah. flip the channel yeah so that's when we find out walt has behind him two ladies who are prostitutes that's crazy walt and winston's reaction then is like to puff around his little fro (laughs) And the other face fixes his shirt and he's like making faces. I mean, that is exactly how you imagine Winston when he's young. And Nick's like, or not Nick, but the gang's like, oh, so they're prostitutes. And Winston says to them in the current state, no, they're businesswomen. (laughs) Then they introduce themselves as Mysteria and Octopussy. And they're like, Winston, their name. Right. 
He's so naive sometimes, which I love because I am too. Exactly. So Winston is dancing with Mysteria. And Octopussy offers Nick a drink. And he says he prefers to be drunk on life. But then he gets so scared of the situation, he takes a drink anyway. He's like, interesting. And that starts a long journey of drinking for Nick. Yeah, that began it all. So then when um, Mysteria asks, what's wrong with your friend? Winston says, she's a virgin. And she says, aren't you? And he says, just my penis, baby. Just my penis. (laughs) Which honestly, that's a great so line. funny. How do you yeah. deliver that with a straight face? Right. So then he says that him and Mysteria, quote, made love, end quote. And Nick couldn't go through with it. And then um, he's like, but Winston, like, I need to tell you you're prostitutes. My dad told me. He's like, Pop-Pop told you? <laughs> and we see the scene, which is, like, very disturbing because Walt's obviously, like, I don't want to say a bad dad, but it really... He's unique. Bad dad. <laughs> and he's talking to Nick and Nick's like, I couldn't do it. I couldn't go through with it. And he's like, you think too much. I don't want you to miss all the great things life has, you know, what you're thinking. And um, you never have to do anything you don't want to do. But he's like, well, I like alcohol. And he's like, good, stick with that. <laughs> and what parent says that? I know. Yeah, that was funny. And then he says to not tell Winston that the girls were professionals and wait until he's gone someday. And he's like, okay, I'll tell him when you're dead. <laughs> <laughs> Irony. And Winston's laying on the couch extremely upset because he just found out his first time was with a prostitute. I hate when a mem- <laughs> someone ruins a memory. I mean, you have to be dense as hell, though. To- <laughs> well, it doesn't matter. I'm dense. I don't want people ruining my memory. Yeah. <laughs> so Jess is finally like, no, Winston doesn't win. I haven't finished my story. And Nick goes, would you let him have this? Look at him. And she's like, no, mine involves murder. <laughs> And then it cuts to commercial, but on Netflix, you don't have to watch the commercials. <laughs> so Jess and Cece in the flashback are at the bar. They don't remember which one, but it's Nick's current bar, the Griffin. But and that makes no sense. Why? They knew each other back then. No, no, they, they didn't know each once. other. No, they didn't know each other. They just all were on the bar that night not but knowing Jess each other. But Jess and Cece live in Oregon. They did. She, this was a couple years oh. later. She said, I followed Cece out to oh, Los she Angeles. Did say that. Yeah. Bad. So they're sitting at the bar and she's saying she's 24 and she's still a virgin. She can't run a car because they're going to know. And Cece's <laughs> like, well, look at those guys over there. They're definitely single. And it's the guys. <laughs> it's the guys. And that's when she sees the guy from prom who doesn't have a name. And he's like, hey, do you want to get out of here? And she's like, yeah. And Cece is sitting alone at the bar and Schmidt walks up and tries to talk to her. Do you like DVDs? Yes. Not a particular one. But the best part, something I would do at a bar since I don't drink. He's like, dude, do you guys sell cookies? (laughs) Snacky. So Jess and the guy go to the park because he's currently living out of his car and she's staying on Cece's couch. And he's like, hey, I'm on a lot of antidepressants. This may take a while. They end up getting stuck in the door of this castle at the park. And the next morning there's kids there for a birthday party. And Jess says, oh gosh, it's so gross. But the only antidepressants you need are in my pants. I know. And he's like, it's actually really serious. Yeah. (laughs) Depression is no joke, Jess. Yeah. Well, she apologized. She did. Yeah. So the fire department shows up and she's like, look, we were going to go on the bench, but there's a man there. Oh, he's still there. This man's dead. There's like blood all over him. So then the police are there questioning her. Instead of getting them out, the police come start questioning them. Right. And that's when the guy starts crying. She's like, take your pills already. I hate you. (laughs) And then the man we now know is Teddy comes in, breaks them free. 
And, um, oh, before that, the guy yells, I think I'm gay, right, as he's chopping the castle down to save them. And Teddy carries Jess in slow motion to his truck. And that—that that ends the flashback. They never decided who has the worst story. I still think it's Winston. Yeah, what do you guys think? Decided. Um, that's a good question. It's not Jess. It's not Cece. No, I think it's Winston. Yeah, Winnie B. Joe. Yeah, Winston. Yeah, yeah. So everyone's leaving in present day, and Jess says that it was just in the heat of the moment. You know, she didn't even think about it with Teddy, and you could see Nick's wheels kind of turning. So everyone leaves, and Jess is the last one to leave, and Nick stops her. And um, says, she's like, oh, you never shared your first time. He's like, it was in the woods. I cried. It was nuts. Like, it was bad. Teddy texts her again. She said she's going to leave and goes, but what do you think? And he doesn't say anything. Classic Nick move rather than saying, stay. You know, I'm in love with you. Yeah. And then anything can happen by Ellie Gould starts playing. And he comes with his hand. He stops the elevator and romantically picks her up. And she says, what's happening? He says, let's not think about it. And if you're at home, you're like cheering. (laughs) Yes. Best scene ever. But before we can wrap that up, we're with Winston at Daisy's where he turns on the Titanic. (laughs) <laughs> which cracked me up. Yeah. Cece's at Shavrang's and he's like, oh, we're married in a couple days. Like, we can do it now. And she's like, yeah, hard pass. <laughs> I'm paraphrasing. <laughs> and then we see Nick take Jess into her room. We see Schmidt with Elizabeth, like, you know, just like being more like, like, like the girl's head it suggests, like, you don't need lubricant, you don't need toys, like, just be with her. But she's like, no, I'm kind of into that. And then we see Nick and Jess laughing after everything's happened and Jess goes as cracked Joe up. She goes, rut row. <laughs> yeah. Like Scooby-Doo. Yeah. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> and that was just a good, a hard to talk about on a podcast, but a funny episode. That was probably well, impromptu, that rut Might have been. Yeah. 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 I think there's a lot of impromptu in this program. But, yeah. Um, and also, I enjoyed the fact, although it's not on my favorite episode list, I love, uh, like, all the flashbacks. It's just fun. Because usually we get, like, one or two flashbacks. This is heavy flashback. Yeah. All right. So let's talk about our favorite Jess look. Joe, did you have a favorite Jess look Mm. from this episode? Um, not really. Okay. I don't remember the clothes she wore. Okay. So not memorable. Gotcha. I I hate to be predictable because I know you're probably going to say the same thing. But the prom dress slayed me. And it's so so on. It's so what? So on. Well, I also liked how the hair things, if you remember back then, you did wear like butterfly clips oh. and flowers, but it's so stupid because she's like so many on her head. It looks so uncomfortable. Classic dress. <laughs> yeah. So extra. And Cece's like in a black one shoulder oh. hair straight. Totally chill. She looked amazing. So um, best dressed character, I'm going to give in a surprising turn of events to Cece. Is that who you gave it to? Yes. Because I liked her black tank top, and then even when she put the hoodie on, like, she looks so casual. She doesn't look casual a lot. And for some reason, I just thought it was an episode where she looked very pretty. Oh, yeah. I noticed that, too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Joe, who's your best dress character? Cece. Really? Oh! Okay, so <laughs> now we'll talk about favorite Schmidt moments. Heather, why don't you go first? Okay. Um, For me... This, this episode, it was about subtle humor. Mm-hmm. I want to know the prom theme. Because yeah. I, too, have a lot of trouble sticking to the good. subject. Yes, you do. And I also love parties and themes. So it's literally what I would have asked. Exactly. So for favorite Schmidt moment for me, I just put, like, all his reactions so like anything he said in the in-between. So, like, what you said um, when he said Beatlemania. 
um, when he threw the food in his mouth, all aggressive. And I just have to wonder if those were all ad-libbed because they were so funny. Or some. Yeah. Yeah. The jar counts zero on this one. Joe already told us he doesn't have a favorite Schmidt moment. Yeah, we understand, Joe. So we'll go to favorite funniest moments overall. Heather, why don't you go first? Okay. Um, I was kind of like in shock. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is not funniest. Uh, this is my favorite moment. Okay. And then I'll give you my funniest. Okay. Um, a tender moment between Nick and Pop Pop. Yes. You don't see that every day. No, I loved how he was encouraging him to, like, be himself. Yeah, and they don't have a lot of tender moments, so mm-hmm. it's super special. Makes it extra special. Okay, and funniest? Uh, funniest um, was also, I think we mentioned this, was when he said, I think I really like drinking. And the dad says good. Most dads would be like, okay, kind of watch it. Yeah. Moderation. But yeah. I also think it's surprising that Nick was, like, as such a good kid, like, told the truth about drinking. Yeah. Because like, in other ones, he seemed, like, kind of grumpy. I guess not ever really skunky. But, but... he's super young at yeah. this time. So my favorite and funniest moments is anything Nick did okay. in present day. Nice. So every time he reacted to Teddy, when he came out of the... Uh, the sort of reason he came out of the bathroom was, like, I sit in there and listen to you guys. Every time I watch it, it makes me laugh so hard. Because yeah. it reminds me of the first time I watched it. And I was like, well, I did not see that coming. Like Superman coming out yeah. of the phone booth. <laughs> so I just enjoyed everything he said or did. Like, who's Teddy? What's Teddy? He stole your flower and you want to go get drinks with him? <laughs> oh, it was so cute. Yeah, it was adorable. Like, So, Joe, what is your favorite or funniest moment from this episode? I would say on this one, it's probably, I mean, it's kind of tough because I would say probably the scene with Nick and Winston in the hotel room. Yeah. Trying to explain someone broke in and everything around That was really funny. I agree with you, Joe. The way they giggled was so cute. Yeah. All right. That brings us to Honey Roast Awards. Mm -hmm. So I'm giving my Honey Roast Award to the writers and or the cast because I don't know who's responsible for the things they shouted while they were telling the stories. Yeah. Um, so whoever was responsible for that banter is who I'm giving or multiple Honey Roast Awards to. Heather, who are you giving the Honey Roast Award to? Well, okay. my uh, I Once again, I did two. I'm so predictable. But I gave it to an object, mm-hmm. Winston's hair. Okay. And then... I have to shout out to the musical directors. Mm, I mean, that was some good. Two great songs. Yeah. Yeah. And so timely. Yeah. And they, you know, later on, no spoiler alert, but when a big moment happens between Nick and Jess, they use a um, Billie Eilish song, Greenlight. Oh. And I just, every time I hear that song, I think about them. I just, oh, it's just, you know, sometimes a song's so perfect in a show. Billie Eilish must have been super young then. It was the show didn't end that long ago. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Because it was like the last, second to last the season. Last, yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. So, Joe, honey roast. Um, For this show. Are you giving it to Mick Jagger and that's why you wrote it down? No. <laughs> I would say it would have to be for this show. Gosh, there were so many of them. I would say Nick and Schmidt. Or, yeah, for the rolling around thing. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, that nice. is when you laugh the hardest. Yeah. 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 That was some good humor there. Okay, that brings us to the Bears. And Heather, great job. You were the only person you. who caught that Teddy's name was Teddy. And Teddy stands for <laughs> Teddy Bear. Bear. Yes. So that will bring us to discussion questions. This is the second episode in a row. I don't have a question, but I have a discussion statement. Really? Um, is that I work in a city. It's not the city I live in. 
and the area of the city I work in um, can be a little rough at times. And I just wanted to share that I see a lot of prostitutes. <laughs> you do? Oh my gosh, yeah, all the time. Sometimes they'll come in and be like, can I use your phone? <laughs> There's a motel not too far. How do you know they're prostitutes? Um, it's the vibe. And a dress and the way they talk. And actually, there's one who um, ra- frequents us regularly because she has some, like, pets. Oh! But she doesn't have a place to live. So oh. she, but she, like, stays in a hotel enough that she kind of does. And I have a coworker who's sympathetic to the situation who tries to help her a lot with the care of her pets. And we have programs for people who are homeless or low income. Nice. Um, so I just thought, you know, they didn't look like Mysteria and Octopussy was my point. Well, that's... <laughs> and also, they do have those names, though. I don't want to say this person's name because it's very easily searchable what city I work in and stuff. But it's like... A heightened sort of name. Okay, I must not be savvy. You're not. Because I've driven to your work literally hundreds of times. No, you wouldn't see it. You wouldn't see if you drive to my work. You have to drive deeper past my work. So, like, when I run an errand or I go grab lunch or whatever, Joe knows. Deep into the town. Because, coincidentally, just, you know, one light away is where Joe and I used to work in that same place. Gotcha. So, it's not a question, but I was just like, oh, that's funny. I have a frame of reference for that part a little bit. to me so yeah. thank you joe uh discussion question uh for this one i don't really think i have a discussion question okay, okay no problem yeah. let us know if you change your mind i yeah. will okay um yeah i okay so we see a very disastrous prom on jess's part yes so what i would like to know is does anyone at this table have a bad prom memory that is so funny i just told it to my son we just took a limo to a laker game and I told him this story. Heather, I think you're already familiar with it. When I went to prom, I did go my junior year. I only went my senior year. I went with my best friend who lived across the street from us. And we went to my other friend's house. And instead of going out to dinner, there's so many of us. We had to take two limos. The parents prepared steak and lobster for us. Oh, yeah. And we ate in their living room. Like, they moved their furniture. We took pictures leisurely. And then we got in the two different limos um, because we couldn't all fit in one. And we went to prom. My date ordered a hot dog. Because he didn't want steak or lobster. Oh, that's wrong. A thing that haunts him to this day. (laughs) Comes up every time he sees that family. Every time I mention him. Yeah. Um, Anyways, so we took the two limos as a male limo driver and a female. I don't know why we didn't get limos from the same company. But for some reason. I think we, like, had a few people and got a limo. And, like, all these other people wanted to do it, too. So it turned into, then that company had no more. So we're in two limos, right? And they drop us at the prom, which is at, like, Long Beach. It's an aquarium or something. I don't remember. And we get back to go home, and they're like, well, we have to stop and get gas. Seriously? (laughs) What were you doing for the last four hours? Like, we were at prom, and you had literally nothing to do. And they hit it off, so I don't know know what they were doing. But they hit it off, this man and woman. They're like, you thought this is so fun, being our limo drivers and taking us to prom, which I'm sure it is kind of fun. So we stop at the gas station. And my date and someone else pop into the gas station to get some snacks, because we're not the drinking after a party kind of people. And when he's walking back, this, like, really shady-looking dude comes up to him and tries to sell him drugs. And the male limo driver punched and knocked out the guy who's trying to sell the drugs. And my date and the other guy, like, ran back to the limo, like, what's going on? So we got in the limo. We tore off. And they pulled over at, like, another gas station to, like, meet up and, like, discuss what happened with with the limo driver. Like, so us and our limo can discuss what happened with the other people in their limo. That is hilarious. Yeah, it is. We talk about it all the time. 
time it goes down in infamy is like the craziest prom thing that's ever happened. I'm sure you told me, but I just, I don't remember. Yeah, no, I told our parents too. Yeah. I was like, oh, I'm going to get in trouble. <laughs> but I, uh, you know, you never think about limos needing gas. <laughs> because they're supposed to get them without you and them. You get charged by the hour. Don't stop for yeah. gas while you're driving. One time I saw, I was driving and I saw one of those limos at the 99 cents. Well, they have to run errands. I couldn't stop laughing, and I took a picture with my cell phone. Wow! Yeah, Joe, do you have? Did you go to prom? I did not. No, not either year. Really? Neither year. Why not? I don't remember. Like too cool to go to. Did prom? you go to any I just dances? Probably didn't really. Did you go to yeah, any dances? I didn't really go to school dances. No. You don't like to dance at all, so no. Yeah. No, I never did. Did you guys take dance for your wedding? <laughs> No, this oh. one wasn't having it. He didn't take dance. He wouldn't dance at all. We danced, though. We slow danced because we had to. And we uh-huh. planned, like, one fancy spin. Jumping. And before, just like, let's not do it, let's not do it, let's skip it. I'm like, literally, I'm doing all the work. I'm the one spinning. You're fine. <laughs> and then finally, I dragged him out. I'm like, this is our wedding reception. Darn it, come dance with me, like, to a fast song. And he danced for literally two seconds. I was like, you know what? You were right. <laughs> Go back with your friend. <laughs> and I think he did exaggerate. He looked like Chandler, like the way Chandler dances. I think he did it like, okay, I'm going to do it so bad she'll just leave me alone. Right. And that's what happened. Joe, is that what happened? Or is that how you dance? No, it's probably how I dance. Yeah. <laughs> You're not alone, Joe. You are not alone. Yeah. I won't dance in public. <laughs> I'll, I'll only dance in front of my sister. That's it. Heather, what was your, uh, I, it doesn't have to be prom, prom or dance. Okay, prom or dance, but I am going with prom. Mm-hmm. It's junior prom, and when you hear about it, you're going to see why I didn't go to senior. Is it your hair? Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. Okay, well, there's a couple of things. <laughs> My first date canceled. Do you have a picture of that? Because I think we should put it on Instagram. I bet I do. Okay, go ahead. Okay, my first date canceled. Mm. Um, and then my, uh, which wasn't bad enough. So I ended up going with someone who I didn't really know that well. So I was already stressed out. I show up for my hair appointment, which I made and confirmed mm-hmm. because the hairdresser had done my hair for Sadie Hawkins and I loved it. Mm-hmm. And she did not show. I was, everyone's dissing you. I was, yeah, everyone, I get this so much. Oh <laughs> and so, uh, so I go and I'm hysterical because it's prom and oh, also I don't know how to do my own hair. So I'm hysterical and then they find a sub and she's like, I'm going to turn you around so you don't see the mirror and you'll be surprised. Mm. And I felt like there was a lot of teasing going on. Mm-hmm. Hair teasing. And yeah. <laughs> For Joe. Joe's like, Because I was getting dissed so much. Fun of you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they did after they saw my hair. Yeah. Turned around. And I'm not exaggerating, listeners. It big. was the worst prom hair ever. <laughs> no, Joe. It was so big. And the kids at prom, and it was accurate, said I look like one of the B-52s. <laughs> oh, that's a good description. Yeah. The higher the hair, the closer to God, Right. Though. And it was embarrassing. But by the time I got home, our neighbor came over to try to help. And she's like, there's nothing I can do. <laughs> no, you couldn't break through it. No. It was like... Uh, like from the sixties when they would put all the spray on. Mom was mad. Yeah. I looked horrible. I didn't know my date. People in the restaurant, I just maybe it was my imagination. Probably. That they were laughing at me. No. And I think they well, it wasn't that bad. My peers were. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> so it was like devastating and then I wouldn't this one guy asked me to prom in my senior year, I'm like, nope. 
Yes, exactly. Okay, and then I I have another um, another uh, discussion question, mm-hmm. and this one relates to Nick uh, ruining Winston's memory. Has anyone ever had a childhood memory ruined? Mm. I feel like I have. Why don't you start? Because I think I need to think about it. So yeah, I need to think like about it, it too. It's, it's your like, question, it's my, Heather. I, I like to put my. I like to be spontaneous. Surprise yourself with your questions. I, spontaneous. I never think of my answers. A childhood memory ruined, Joe. Has that happened to you? I mean, well, I don't have one, but I know it was ruined immediately for our son. He loved the minor league baseball team, a different one that Joe and I worked at. Joe worked at a, a, a separate one after we got married. And he loved the mascot. And so we asked to borrow the mascot suit for this really big, cute party we were throwing for Caden in her backyard. Oh. I think he was like three? Four. Three or four? Okay. And so our friend Mikey, who does not listen to the podcast, but he would love that we're talking about him, is like, yeah, this is an accident. I'll wear, I'll wear the suit. I'll do that for Caden. You know, I love him. So he goes in the garage. He puts on the suit. He comes out. We're like, look, it was a, it was a tremor after. It was Aftershock. Aftershock came. It's like a dinosaur. Aftershock came to your birthday party, and Caden's like, oh, hey, Aftershock, come on in. Like, walks around with them, takes some pictures. I think we had, like, a gift for Aftershock again. He's like, okay, bye-bye, love you. So Mikey, who's like, I don't know, 45 beers in at this time probably, goes into the garage, takes the suit off, and decides it's too much work to try and put the suit back in the bag. So fast forward, like, 45 minutes, and Cassidy um, is with Caden. She's like, oh, can I go get the volleyball or Caden's bike from the garage? I'm like, sure, of course. So her and Caden walk into the garage. They come back. Cassidy is, like, white. Cassidy, she still loves Caden, but she loved him so much when he was little. Her face is white, almost gray. Caden is, like, obviously, like, tear-stained. They've been gone for, like, one second. And she's like, um, Mom, I need to talk to you. And Caden goes, Astroshocks, his, his. His clothes are on the floor. It was his whole body. It was his body and his head. Now, Caden didn't know there was a man in there. He's just a little kid. So he thought, like, Aftershock got murdered. Or I had no way to explain it because he was too little to even try to explain there was a person inside of there and it was a costume. And I was like, I don't know. Do you want some cake? And, like, just, like, change the subject. Cassidy was so upset. And I was like, Mikey, what the heck? I tried to put it back in. It was too hard. I'm like, dude, it's our house. He can go in the garage. He's our kid. Why did he go in the garage? Well, the garage is where you change. You can't go change in the bathroom. No, Caden. To get his bike with Cass. Oh, to get his bike. Yeah, it wasn't. <laughs> he didn't have a lot of kids at the party. It was mostly just like oh. older family. Caden wasn't in preschool yet. He didn't know a lot of kids. Okay, I gotcha. So he's like, Cass is like, oh, can we go get this out of the garage? I'm like, sure, why not? So you I sent him in. never told me this. Oh, I'm sure I did. I'm sure you did. And that is a story that comes up every time I see Mike. That's a great one. Joe, any uh, childhood memory ruined for you? I don't know. I mean, other than find out Santa's not... Uh, that one's tough. Know, that one's tough. That's yeah. a tough one. But other than that, uh, I don't know. Not really. You know, when I found out that Santa wasn't real, um, it was fifth grade, like before fifth grade Christmas. And I hope everyone knows. It was... Listening. <laughs> warning, don't let your kids listen. Holy. <laughs> And um, we should put a warning. warning. Yeah, Yeah. I actually feel really worried about it. (laughs) And so, um, oh, yeah, so it was kind of a relief because kids at school and stuff like that. Yeah. But one thing that was really hard was I was, like, the oldest was a lot older than my sister and all my cousins because we're six years apart, Mm -hmm. I think. Yes, Heather, we are. Okay. And so, uh, (laughs) that's fine. (laughs) Your question. Okay. 
All right, well, Joe, unless you came up with a discussion question. Nope. Did you just add notes to... Oh, that's other notes. Okay. I thought he added notes because I was making fun of him. All right, so that concludes our discussion on this episode. We'll see you next time for episode 24 where we plan to be in person again. Mm -hmm. Thank you guys so much for listening. We really appreciate you. Have a great week. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.